Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Today is Thursday, August 18th. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our radio show. Well, the big news this week is that home building is starting to drop off all across the country because of higher costs, inflation, and higher interest rates than we've seen really in in many, many years. And because of that, the fact that interest rates have almost doubled in the past year, building permits are going down. And when that happens, it puts a big strain on the housing market all across the country, including here in northern Nevada. So why are home building permits and home building process is going down. We're going to talk about that and more after this quick message. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, Call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. It's hotter than ever. Thank goodness SunTech solar screens really work. A cooler home the natural way means lower power bills in your home or business. SunTech solar screens are truly an amazing product. It's simple. We cool your home by blocking the sun's heat with our custom Pfeiffer screening products that block up to 90% of the sun's heat waves from your windows. Call SunTech, get a free estimate. Call SunTech, get expert service, 775-352-9396 or visit suntechsolarscreens.com. Just get cooler. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. You know, one of the things I like to talk about besides homes and home buying and real estate and interest rates is beekeeping. I love being a beekeeper, and I want to encourage all of our listeners to think about helping the pollination world, helping bees spread their pollen so that we can have more flowers, more fruits, more vegetables, and a greener environment. Bees are critical to our natural habitat all over the world. And here in northern Nevada, you can do your part to help. Whether you want to just plant pollinator-friendly plants or consider becoming a beekeeper or supporting local beekeepers here in northern Nevada. If you want to learn more about the world of beekeeping, I recommend you visit masonvalleybeekeepers.org. Org. They're going to talk to you all about the great things that happen when you become a beekeeper, how your life can change so much more for the positive, and about the upcoming Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. It's happening in February 2023. It's a great time. It's a great event. I encourage you to go, and I will see you if you attend, because I love beekeeping. Earlier in the intro, we talked about home building and how it's ebbing all across the country. You see, House construction in the U.S. has continued to slow down this past month in July as inflation and the higher mortgage rates make it more and more expensive to buy property, buy real estate, and then build. Housing starts across the country 
fell 9.6% from the month before to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.45 million properties. The Commerce Department said this this past week, and it's down from a revised 1.6 million from the prior months. So essentially, building permits have declined 1.3% to 1.7 million. Now, these declines come amid a lot of adjustments and moves by the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates in their effort to fight inflation and cool the hot economy that we've had in the past six months. The housing construction and permits figures can be volatile from month to month, but there's a clear indication that things are going south. The chief economist at PNC Financial Services Group said the decline in housing construction makes sense because building and buying houses is tied to expectations for the economy and interest rates. So what does that tell you? There must be expectations for a softer economy, and there must be expectations for continued higher interest rates. Well, it's all over the media. We see the Fed just recently raised the interest rates to or, or by 0.75%, and it's very likely that within the next 30 to 45 days, we're going to see another interest rate increase. Still, he says that the labor market remains strong and consumers are still spending trends that benefit the overall economy. Well, I know that's what he says, but my own analysis and the people I talk to say, yeah, they're spending money. They have to. You have to live. You have to spend money. And there's a lot of pent-up demand from the COVID lockdowns. But still, with higher gas prices, higher food prices, higher everything prices, something has to give. And it's starting to give in the building of new homes. Now, separately, the Federal Reserve has said that manufacturing output in this past month in July was has risen a little bit and is driven by auto production, which is a positive sign for the economy. Manufacturing output rose 0.7% after having fallen 0.4% in May and June. The United States assembled cars and light trucks across the country at a rate of 10.7 million in July. That is the highest since July of 2020. But mortgage rates, even though they're going up in general, they're going down just slightly recently, just slightly, but still are remaining near all-time high levels in the past 10 years. The average rate across the country on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was 5.22% this last week, according to a survey by mortgage giant Freddie Mac. They're a quasi-government agency. Now, a year before, the interest rate, it wasn't 5.22%. It was less than 3%. So that's why I'm saying it has almost doubled in the last 12 months. Higher mortgage costs are obviously making buying a home more expensive. Because here's the thing. Higher interest rates translate into higher monthly payments. And most payments, most mortgages are for 30 years. Most mortgages across the country are 30-year fixed rate mortgages. So consider this. If you're paying an extra $300, $400, $500 a month now, than you would have last year for the same purchase price, multiply that times 12, 
times 30 years. It is a whole lot of money. 360 payments is what you're signing up for when you get a 30-year mortgage. And when you have to make 360 mortgage payments that are now, let's say, $500 more a month, well, you do the math. That is a whole lot of money. Confidence from home builders. Well, it's not as high as it has been. In fact, it's been declining in the last couple of months. The sentiment of home builders fell to its lowest level in more than a year, according to the National Association of Home Builders. This is a Wells Fargo housing market index. The market, uh, rather the monthly confidence index, fell from 49 in August, the lowest since May. Fell, the monthly confidence index fell to 49 in August this month, which is the lowest since May of 2020. In June, just this year, it was at 55. Now, that's a clear indication that home builders, home builder companies, they're thinking that we are actually in a housing, dare I say it, recession. Yes, even though the government doesn't consider the historical standards for what a recession is to be a recession now, they won't even call it a recession, but builders are absolutely saying they think we are in a housing recession. And ladies and gentlemen, if we're in a housing recession, we are in an economic recession. The National Association of Realtors will release their latest sales figures from previously homes sold homes later this week, and we'll be talking about that on our next show. Economists that have been surveyed, they expect sales will decline something approximately 6.1%. So what does, what does that mean to us here in northern Nevada? Well, you know, I've, I've said it for many months. Northern Nevada is, in my opinion, a high-priced market. Our average or rather uh, our median home price, is approximately $200,000 higher than the median home price average across the country. So I don't care what anybody says, what any government agency says, what any real estate association says, Northern Nevada is a high-priced market. And if you're looking to purchase a home in Northern Nevada, your income, your ability to pay better be higher than the national average, because if it isn't, it's going to be very difficult to meet the monthly mortgage payment. The last time I checked, median home prices in northern Nevada were just under $600,000 for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. If you look somewhere else in the country, maybe in Oklahoma, Texas, Wyoming, Arkansas, I mean, Pick a variety of states. Pick them all, in fact. Look at the median home prices on average all across the 50 states, and you'll find that they're approximately $200,000 less than they are here in northern Nevada. So what do you do? How do you make it? How do you find a way to purchase a home? Well, the key is to find something that's reasonable for your budget, that's reasonable according to your price range. When you find that particular home that is in your price range, you're probably going to find that it's not in Reno. It's not in Sparks. It's not in Incline Village. It's not in Lake Tahoe. 
It's probably not in Minden or Gardnerville or Carson City. Those are all up in price, in value, and they're what I'm talking about, substantially higher than the median home prices across the country. The one place that you can find a home that is going to be priced approximately where the national average median home price is is not that far from Sparks, Nevada. It's about 25 miles. I'm talking about Fernley. Yeah, Fernley, Nevada. Oh, a lot of people have made fun of Fernley in the years, and it's partly because of the way it's named. It's partly because it has been more of a little bedroom community. But nowadays, when people are serious about buying a home, they've got to be serious about finding something that is in their price range. And one of the challenges that many first-time homebuyers have is in their mind. Many home first-time homebuyers think that when they buy a home, wherever they buy it, that that is their home for life. That's where they're going to be forever. And they've got to be planning about these next 30-some-odd years. But the fact is, most first-time homebuyers will be moving in approximately three to seven years. It's just a... It's a matter of fact. First-time homebuyers are younger. First-time homebuyers are upwardly mobile. They're looking to improve their income, their business, their employment, and it means that there are going to be changes in the future. And many of those changes require relocation, either across town, across the county, across the state, sometimes in other parts of the country. But what happens during those three to seven years when you've got that home that you bought. Well, if you look back three to five, seven years, you'll see that prices have gone up dramatically, which means the value of homes have gone up dramatically. Now, that's no guarantee, but in most cases, on the long term, home values go up anywhere from three to four, maybe 5% per year. On average, sometimes it's higher like it has been lately, and sometimes it's lower like it was in the early 2000s. But if you stay in your home for three to five to seven years, you very likely will see that you've got equity in that home at the end of that time. So if you decide then that an opportunity is elsewhere and you need to sell your home, there's a good chance you can get the same amount of money that you paid for the home or maybe even do a little bit better. Ask a few people that bought homes a year ago two years ago, five years ago, heck, even 10 years ago. Ask them where their value of home has gone since they purchased their home. I can almost assure you, in 95 or more percent of all instances, their home values went up, and most of them went up dramatically. Now, we are in an economic slowdown. We are in what housing building experts call a housing recession. But I find that those recessions, the low points in the world of the economy and real estate, they don't last for a long time. So what is a long time? Well, to me, a long time is 10 years, 20 years or more. Most economic downturns are lasting from two to five years at the very most. Some economic downturns have lasted only a number of months. But still, you take a big chance when you buy a home at the top of the market. Well, the good news for most of us, just a few months ago, was the top of the market. 
Now the market is trending down. I was listening to a recent real estate podcast from one of the top realtors here in northern Nevada, Dan Ryder from Nevada Home Connections. Dan has a wealth of experience and knowledge. He knows the northern Nevada market, and he said it best. As the volume of sales in the top tier homes, the million-dollar homes, the $2 million homes, as those go down, and they are going down faster than even the typical median home-priced homes, as those top-end sales are reduced in volume and reduced in price, well, that's going to bring the median home price down as well because, remember, the median home price is the halfway point between the highest-priced home sold and the lowest-priced so home sold in any given window, in any given month. So as those top-tier numbers go down, the median home price is going to go down as well. And it has happened. We were just at $600,000 just a month ago. Now we're at about $570,000. Not a huge difference in the big picture, but the trend is going the right way. And instead of getting over 100% of asking price when sellers are buying homes, the most recent stats show that in northern Nevada, the sold-to-asking price is at 99.2%. That means, essentially, if somebody sells their, it has their home for sale for $100,000, they're getting $99,200, a little bit less. What does that mean to home buyers? Well, it means that sellers are realizing that when they price their home at whatever price, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to get offers maybe not exactly at that higher price. In fact, it seems that the days of buyers offering more than what the seller is asking, just so that these buyers can get a shot at winning a bid on a home that has multiple offers, those days are pretty well behind us right now. Today's consumer, today's home buyer, is smarter than ever. All of the details and data that we can get they're on the internet. They're from our contacts in the real estate world, our mortgage lenders in the world, and they're telling us all the same things. Things are trending down when it comes to buying a home and looking at the prices. That does not mean that homes are not selling. Absolutely they're selling. But you need to know this if you're out and about looking for homes and considering making a buy. And the homes are dropping in price really for one reason, higher interest rates. So we keep an eye on the interest rates, and as those interest rates go up, it's tougher and tougher for home buyers to make the monthly mortgage payment on the home at a certain price they were considering. So they have to start looking at lower-priced homes. Well, the sellers don't want to get taken out of the equation. They want to continue to sell their homes. So a smart seller is going to also look at the trending lines in their interest rates and adjust their interest rates accordingly. It's also very likely that sellers might offer some incentives to potential home buyers. They might offer to pay part of their closing costs or even all of their closing costs. They might offer to add a, an item that is part of the home that they plan on taking with them, let's say a washer, dryer, refrigerator, freezer, whatever. They might offer to leave that for the new buyers if that is going to be one of the trigger points to close a deal. Sometimes, the sellers were willing to pay for some of the other costs 
that are associated. Maybe it's the cost of the appraisal or the cost of the inspection. And, you know, homes in northern Nevada, many homes have wells, so they need a well inspection. Many homes have septic systems. They need a septic inspection. Some homes, manufactured homes, are going to need a foundation inspection, uh, a certificate of uh, eligibility for the particular home. All of these inspections and reports, they cost money. And if a seller can help a buyer by covering some of those costs, they have a much better chance of selling the property. We want to help you become a homeowner if you're not a homeowner now. We want to help you move up to that next home that you want to buy. If you want to sell a home, move up to a bigger home or in a different area. But we also want to help sellers too because, hey, let's face it, when you buy a home, your next step is going to be not as a home buyer, it's going to be as a home seller. We're going to talk more on Nevada Real Estate Radio about the things happening in the world of real estate across the country and here in northern Nevada after this message. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, Call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. It's hotter than ever. Thank goodness SunTech solar screens really work. A cooler home the natural way means lower power bills in your home or business. SunTech solar screens are truly an amazing product. It's simple. We cool your home by blocking the sun's heat with our custom Pfeiffer screening products that block up to 90% of the sun's heat waves from your windows. Call SunTech, get a free estimate. Call SunTech, get expert service, 775-352-9396 or visit suntechsolarscreens.com. Just get cooler. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hello, I'm Yvette Clark, and I've been in northern Nevada for over 50 years, and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant-style eating at Early Head Start, and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. Your Nevada Real Estate Questions, with answers from Peter Padilla. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. It was more expensive to buy a U.S. home in June of 2022 than it has been for any month before in the last three decades. That's as record home prices collided with a surge in mortgage rates. In fact, home affordability right now overall in America is the worst since 1989. Well, obviously it means that Home sales, home purchases, they're slowing down. And prices are going down, too. Maybe not as fast as we all would like. A gentleman once recently told me that home prices go up in a very interesting way. It's almost like a slow elevator. But when they come down, it's like an escalator. 
a slow escalator. And that's where we are today. Home prices were at just over 600000 for the median home price in northern Nevada just a month ago. Now they're down in the $570,000 range for a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage. The National Association of Realtors Housing Affordability Index, which factors in family incomes, mortgage rates, and the sales price for existing single-family homes, fell to 98.5 in June. That's what the association said, and that marked the lowest level since June of 1989, when the index stood at 98.3. I mean, we're only two points off of that, so we could even break that number in the next day or weeks or coming months if prices continue to be a challenge for home buyers. It all has to do with the economy. It has to do with interest rates. It has to do with inflation. You see, existing home sales have declined for five straight months, little by little. Worsening affordability has been a big reason, pricing more buyers out of the market. But even with fewer transactions, prices continue to rise strongly from a year ago because the number of homes for sale is still remaining below historical levels. The drop in affordability makes it especially hard for first-time home buyers to enter the market. And they typically need to save up for a down payment and cannot benefit from selling a previous home like many people have done who are move-up buyers that have equity since they bought their home a year, two, three, four, five, or ten years ago. Who knows? Even more. Conditions, though, have eased just a bit in the past few weeks. Mortgage rates hit a 13-year high, in fact, in June, but they have ticked just slightly lower since then. And I do mean ticked, a fraction of an interest rate. Some sideline buyers have re-entered the market recently, according to some of the real estate agents that I'm talking to. And a lot of the things that the worst in affordability could maybe be over for this cycle. Mortgage rates have calmed down just a little bit in the recent weeks, and the consistent wage growth, even though inflation is going up and needing a lot of that, well, that wage growth is narrowing the gap with home price growth just a little bit. Still, there's a gap. Interest Existing home sales prices have jumped 46% nationally in the past three years, which means if you bought a home in those past three years, three years ago, you've got equity that has gone up substantially, according to the National Association of Realtors. And the reason is because many buyers are seeing more space now that the pandemic is over, now that people realize the value of home ownership. Still, home buying has remained relatively affordable uh, in the prior years uh, because mortgage rates dropped to record lows back in 20 and 21. Since then, they've climbed and since the start of the year, they've risen up to approximately 5.22% compared to 3.1% at the end of 2021. That's less than eight months ago. And that's according to Freddie Mac, the quasi-government agency that monitors and works with lenders all across the country to help people buy homes. Higher borrowing costs, well, they're partly due to the Federal Reserve's aggressive efforts to tame their own made inflation by lifting interest rates. So the Fed causes interest rates to go up, and now they're doing everything to bring interest rates down. I mean, it's just such a seesaw 
that we're having to experience with the federal government being in charge of interest rates and ultimately in our ability to buy and sell homes. Economists nationally expect that home price growth is going to slow by the time we reach 2023. Hey, go figure. Look at what's happening now. Some are forecasting a small year-over-year price decline, in fact, in 2023. But years of depressed new home construction that we talked about earlier on the show uh, following the 2007 and 9 recession, well, that has left the housing market way undersupplied. And that's likely to prevent a lot more price drops back to where we were a few years ago, a lot of economists are saying. The key for all of us is to be knowledgeable, to make sure that we're always talking to real estate and mortgage professionals before we go out and about trying to look for homes, negotiate with sellers. You cannot buy a home in today's real estate environment without having people that do this work day in and day out. There are too many nuances, too many things that can happen, too many tentacles in the home buying process. It's not like it used to be where you could cut a deal with your neighbor, write the terms on a napkin, and then away you go to a title and escrow company. No more. There are too many pitfalls that can ensnare you in many, many troubles if you try to do it on your own. Talk to a real estate professional, a mortgage professional. If you don't have one, if you need some advice and guidance, give us a call anytime after the show, 775-786-5515, or send an email to peter at sageintl.com. We have more on our radio show for you after this message. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. The number one focus is safety for our students and staff. Hi, my name is Shirley Davila. I work here at uh, CSA Head Start for three years. And I love working here because I love working with kids. You will love working at Head Start. Please call us at 775-786-6023. It's hotter than ever. Thank goodness SunTech solar screens really work. A cooler home the natural way means lower power bills in your home or business. SunTech solar screens are truly an amazing product. It's simple. We cool your home by blocking the sun's heat with our custom Pfeiffer screening products that block up to 90% of the sun's heat waves from your windows. Call SunTech, get a free estimate. Call SunTech, get expert service, 775-352-9396, or visit suntechsolarscreens.com. Just get cooler. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm enjoying slightly cooler weather, but still a hot real estate market. Hot in the sense that, one, the temperature's hot, that, two, people still want to buy real estate like never before, that, three, people want to sell real estate like never before, But four, people are hot under the collar because they think they might have missed out. You know, with interest rates being so high compared to what they were just a few months ago, compared to last year too, well, a lot of people think that they're out of the market. So let's see what some of the national 
publications are talking about when they talk about housing prices climbing. They continued to climb across the country, in fact, and it was in the second quarter when buyer demand started to fade just slightly due to the higher mortgage rates, but they're still exceeding the housing market's unusually low supply. Median sales price was higher in the past quarter compared with a year ago for 184 of the 185 metro areas that are tracked by the National Association of Realtors in America. The only metro area to post a decline in mortgage prices was Trenton, New Jersey, where median prices fell 0.7%. Maybe that's where we should look to buy a home. If we can't afford a home in Reno, maybe we should consider Trenton, New Jersey. It's really too far for me, but hey, you just never know. Maybe there's a great employment opportunity there for you now that we're doing more off-site work, more remote work. You see, more of the country also is experiencing this double-digit percentage price gain than they were even earlier in the year. Median prices, in fact, rose by more than 10% from a year earlier in 80% of the 185 metro areas. That's up from the first quarter when 70% of the metro areas reported double-digit percentage growth. Home prices have hit, a new, have hit new eyes in recent months because of the inventory of homes, because it's so low and they're way below the historical levels. The median single-family existing home sales price across the country rose 14.2% in the second quarter from a year ago. That price is now $413,500, and that's a new record according to the National Association of Realtors. Well, you compare that with what's happening here in the Reno-Sparks area, it's almost $200,000 less than what it is right here. So that's why I talk about Northern Nevada being a high-priced market. In the U.S., potential sellers have been reluctant to list their homes in the past two years because they, they didn't want to have to go out and do the same thing that everybody else is, trying to buy a new home in a frenzied, hot real estate market. And what about new construction? Well, they're no help. New home construction has also been slowed by supply chain issues. And believe it or not, labor shortages. What is happening with labor? Everybody talks about how our unemployment rate is so low, yet so many people talk about we can't find employees. I saw in a publication today, teachers are in huge demand all across the country. There's this big shortage. I'm not sure who to believe anymore. The reports from the government tell us that that, that employment rates are very low, unemployment rates are very low, and yet the problem with building homes a shortage of supply chain products and labor shortages. That's quite contradictory. The price growth has started to slow down, though, in some markets, and housing economists are expecting national price growth to slow down significantly by the end of the year. Go figure, right? Interest rates up, availability down. These economists point to the surge in mortgage interest rates that has raised monthly payments for prospective home buyers by not a few dollars, but hundreds of dollars a month. And that is pushing many would-be buyers out of the market. Home prices have increased at a pace that far exceeds wage gains, especially for low- and middle-income workers, as quoted by the NAR's National Association of Realtors Chief Economist. 
The average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage recently, 5.22%, according to Freddie Mac. That's off of the 13-year high that we had back in June of 5.81%. But let's face it, the difference there is about half a percentage point that we've had a little bit of relief from. But still, that's up from previously when the rates had been below 5% and are well above that 2.87 rate that we had just one year ago. Could you believe it? A year ago, a mortgage rate for a new home buyer, first time home buyer, as low as 2.87%. Now, 5.22%. Home, home prices and homes typically go under contract a month or two before the contract closes. So the price data that we see in the second quarter largely reflects purchase decisions made in the first quarter. If the number of homes on the market has increased and more sellers are cutting their list prices, well, that's a good thing. And that may be happening, according to some other real estate pros like the, those at Realtor.com. However, rising home prices and mortgage rates are really truly making homeownership less affordable. In the second quarter of 2022, the typical monthly mortgage payment for a single-family home, typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, if you look at that average price across the country, that mortgage payment each month, $1,841. Last year... That same home, based on the mortgage rates that we had in 2021, that mortgage would have only been $1,229. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a difference of over $600 a month. Times 12, yes, $7,200 a year more in mortgage payments today than you would have had if you had been able to buy a home last year. So this worsening housing affordability is prompting more and more households, more and more people, to consider relocating, not just across the street or across town. Redfin Corporation has said recently that 33% of their shoppers on this platform are primarily shopping for homes outside of their local metro area. That's up from 32.6% in the second quarter and up about from 26% before the pandemic. So yes, people are wising up. Why would you want to buy in a high-priced area when there is so much remote work opportunity and so many more affordable homes in other parts of the country? Fayetteville, Arkansas. Ever been there? I haven't, but I have a good friend who lives there. And that metro area posted the strongest median price increase in the second quarter up 31.9% from one year ago, according to the National Association of Realtors. Well, that means that if your mortgage payment there was $1,229 a year earlier, it's probably closer to $2,000 a month this year. So, So it's amazing. You really need to look at the market, at the area you're looking to purchase a home in, to make sure that you're buying in an area that is not a high-priced area. If you think you can't afford a home in a particular area, it's very likely it's because it's a high-priced area. So I always encourage people to check the national values of homes compared with a home you want to buy in whatever local city you are to see what the difference is. Then it might be easier to understand why a home is so expensive here in northern Nevada and maybe not so expensive in Norman, Oklahoma, or in Fayetteville, or in any other part of the country. 
Do your research. Let us help you here. If you have questions for us, you know where we are. Give us a call, 775-786-5515. Ask for Peter at Sage International and Nevada Real Estate Radio. We'll be back with more after this. This is the infant room at the CSA Early Head Start program. These are the youngest of all the kids that benefit from Early Head Start. Hi, my name is Summer and I work here at Early Head Start. I would encourage you to come out if you like being with kids. Um, It's joyful watching their little minds grow and seeing them become a little person. So if you are looking for a job in Early Head Start or Head Start, come on down and apply. It's hotter than ever. Thank goodness SunTech solar screens really work. A cooler home the natural way means lower power bills in your home or business. SunTech solar screens are truly an amazing product. It's simple. We cool your home by blocking the sun's heat with our custom Pfeiffer screening products that block up to 90% of the sun's heat waves from your windows. Call SunTech, get a free estimate. Call SunTech, get expert service, 775-352-9396. Or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. Just get cooler. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. There are these national companies like Open Door and Redfin and Zillow. You know, they're, they're internet companies, and they are really doing everything they can to cannibalize on all of the good work and history that real estate professionals have established across the country for generations. It takes a face-to-face meeting. It takes somebody who actually cares about you as a person in order to get the right deal to negotiate properly. A digital connection from somewhere around the world, somewhere in another part of the country, is not going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Depending on a company like Open Door, Zillow, any of those companies that claim to be working in your best interest, what do you think they exist? They exist to make money for themselves in their best interest. I mean, look, if they really care about you, they would drive to your house, meet you, have a cup of coffee, and let's look at ourselves in the eye, see if we want to work together, and see if we want to do a good deal here, and somebody you trust, somebody that's local, somebody that you can find. You work with these national companies, you don't know who you're going to end up working with, And I just saw a report recently from uh, the National Real Estate Council that said that many of these deals do not live up to their promises. You know, they promise you'll make more money, they'll promise you have lower commissions, they'll promise you you get better price, better service, whatever the deal is. The stats just don't prove it, ladies and gents. You need a great local real estate professional to help you pull the trigger. Let me give you an example. I've worked with a lot of pro real estate professionals, and many times first-time home buyers struggle to meet that absolute minimum uh, uh, payment, the maximum payment they can have, and the maximum purchase price. And so a real estate professional's job is to help them get into that deal with as little pain as possible. There are tactics like seller-paid closing costs 
that in a rising market, in a crazy market, uh, there, there's no way they would consider. But right now would be a good time to talk to your realtor about asking if the seller will pay the closing costs on the transaction. That could save you three, five, six, seven thousand dollars or more. You might also ask if the seller would be willing to assist in any kind of a purchase reduction, right? Or seller credit on any kind of a deal that would uh, really be a great incentive to help you get into a home. Your realtor is going to know what the temperature of the seller is and what the possibility is when you look at the market of getting some credit, some assistance when you're looking to pull the trigger on that deal. I mean, I've even heard deals where the sellers in some cases pay all the closing costs. Imagine that, all of the closing costs. They have zero closing costs coming in. And then talk to your seller to see if there's any grants or special financing options that they know of on those particular properties. They'll connect you with a great mortgage lender and then you can talk about the process of securing a good interest rate and your lowest monthly mortgage payment. Let's look at what's happening here in the Reno Sparks area. 425 sales of existing single family homes happened. That's a decrease of 34% from last year and a 7.2 decrease from June the previous month. So things are slowing down. The median sales price for an existing single family residence in Reno Sparks was $574,510. That's an increase of 9.4% from last year and a 4.2 decrease from the previous month. So again, that's telling me things are slowing down. The median sales price of an existing condominium or townhome in Reno Sparks was $365,000. That is an increase of 22.1% from last year. I have been finding that condominium activity follows the residential uh, primary residence activity follows it by about 90 days it, when the prices were going up fast condominiums weren't moving very quickly it was the homes that were moving fast then when homes got so high so expensive condominiums picked up really fast well i think in the slowdown same thing is going to happen home prices single family residences typical three bedroom two bath two car garage homes they're going to drop in price little by little uh, condominiums will continue to go up for a little while, but then they'll start to follow in about 90 days, and you'll see those prices start to come down. Let's see what's happening in the North Valley. So this is when we're talking about just Reno. Reno alone had 298 sales of existing single-family homes. That's a decrease of 32.7% from last year and an 11.6% decrease from last month. So again, slowing down. Median sales price of a single-family residence was $595,000. That's an increase of 8.2% from last year, a 6.3% decrease from the previous month. Again, things are slowing down. Condominiums, townhomes, medium sales price, $375,000. That was an increase of 15.4% from the year prior. Not growing quite as fast as Reno Sparks. But uh, Reno is the more expensive of the two categories when you look at just Reno. If we look at just Sparks uh, in Spanish Springs, they had 127 sales of single-family homes. That's a decrease of 36.8% from last year, 5% increase from the previous month. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Sparks had a decrease from last year, whereas Reno and North Valleys, they all had increases. We'll talk about that and more. 
after this message. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. It's always fun to hear what the celebrities have to say. These big names, these big actors, sports, athletes, professionals, boy, when they get a microphone, the cameras are all pointed at them. In many cases, they don't talk about what they normally do. They don't talk about their sports activities. They don't talk about their acting activities. Oh, no, they're giving us political advice. They're telling us how we should live, and they want us to live like they do, but do we earn the kind of money that these people earn? No. These are not people that are really the kind of people that should be giving us advice. I'm a regular guy, an average guy. I live in an average home. I have an average income. I live like the average American. But it's always fun to listen to what these snooty, highbrow, elite actors are doing, right? Because remember, they're the ones that are giving a lot of people advice. Let's talk about an actor named Ben Affleck. He's put his Los Angeles home on the market because he just recently got married in his life. He got married recently to another top, top actor, wealthy actor, affluent actor, elitist actor, Jennifer Lopez. Ben Affleck has recently listed his home on the Pacific Palisades area in Los Angeles for $29.9 million, according to a listing posted in a local MLS service there. My question is, why didn't he just say $30 million? $29,995 sounds so much less, right? No, let's face it. He's selling his home for $30 million. Ben Affleck bought this house through a trust in 2018, four years ago for $19 million. He's looking to make a profit of $11 million, according to public records and a person that is very familiar with their real estate transaction. Now, of course, Ben Affleck did not respond to a request for comment from any of the media. And a spokesperson for their real estate company, same thing. No, thank you. They don't want to talk about it. We're working with an elitist. We're working with a high-flying actor, a millionaire, a guy who's given him information and advice to all the common people in the world, but doesn't have the basis to do that because he's an elitist, Ben Affleck. The house spans about 13,000 square feet, sits on a tree-lined street at the edge of Riviera Country Club. It was built in East Coast traditional styles, seven bedrooms, column front porch, three-car garage, a motor court, and a home theater and office. The sitting room has box beam ceilings with bay windows, formal dining room, and what he describes as a statement chandelier. The family room has a wall of glass that opens to a beautiful outdoor space and a recreation room that has a full bar, a temperature-controlled walk-in wine cellar, and of course, gotta stay fit when you're an elitist actor, a gym. His neighborhood is known locally as Palisades Riviera. I've heard of the Mexican Riviera. I've heard of the Riviera. Ben Affleck lives in the Palisades Riviera. And it's been a long-drawn area for Hollywood celebrities. 
Matt Damon, Hilary Swank. They're among the actors who have called that area their home. So if you decide to pick up Ben Affleck's home, you've got an extra $30 million. You want to sell your home in Reno, Sparks, Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Gardnerville, Carson, and move to Los Angeles? Think about it. You could live in Ben Affleck's home for $30 million. Those of you who don't know who Ben Affleck is, well, he started in movies like The Town, Goodwill Hunting, Argo. And it was just last month in Las Vegas that he got married to Jennifer Lopez. He also owns an island compound in rural Georgia, and he has listed that for sale for $8.9 million. The listing uh, is not available on the Internet, but we do know that Ben Affleck has not put all of his eggs in one basket. He doesn't just have this big home for $30 million that he's selling in Los Angeles. He has diversified, also an island compound in rural Georgia. So, do I recommend you take advice from any of these highfalutin celebrities that are big on the money and selling their elite mansions? No. But it's good to know that they have the same issues that some of us have. We have to buy a home. We have to sell a home. We have to find a good neighborhood. We have a new wife. We want to take care of the family. It's just at a different price range. In our area, in your situation, best thing to do, talk to a real estate pro, a top real estate professional, a top mortgage professional. If you are wondering who you should talk to and you don't have a connection yet, we'd be happy to give you some guidance, point you in the direction of a few really great professionals, and then you can make that decision so that you know that you're working with somebody that cares about you, cares about your situation, and is like you, an average guy, an average gal, an average person in an average market trying to help you buy and sell real estate in northern Nevada. Questions for us? Send an email to peter at sageintl.com, and we'll get back with you. Thanks for tuning in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Tell your friends and family. We're on the air again next week. Same time, same station. And we want to help everybody make a great deal when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Until next week, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? NevadaRealEstateRadio.com Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, talking with Joe Defer, who is the Executive Director of Safe Talk for Teens, an organization that helps kids identify their positive and healthy coping skills, improve their decision-making, and to set goals for their success. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on KFOY 1060 a.m. and 93.7 FM, where business is amplified.